This is the Maxing You Podcast. Maxing You Podcast. Where dating extraordinaire, fitness expert, and former Miss Marilyn talks all things self-growth and relationship elevation. She's got you covered on mindfulness, fitness, nutrition, relationships, and self-care. You got a girl that could finally do it all. You're one place to listen to for all the things that matter. Now, here's your host, Coach T. Hey guys, welcome back to yet another episode of Maxing You Podcast. It's Coach T, and today we're going to do something a little bit different than we've been doing. So we have been talking in the past with guests, which is one of my favorite things to do. But today I just wanted to take this time and chat with you guys about the top 10 questions that I consistently have gotten over the years as a matchmaker. So these are questions related to relationships and dating and These are probably questions that you have. So let's just dive right in and I'll get started. So I've taken the questions and I've put them here for me to refer to. So one of the questions that I get all the time is, you know, all my friends are married, but I'm still single. So this is a question that Jeff in Arizona sent me. And so he's asking, um, you know, will I ever get in a relationship? Well, What's really funny about that is I think if you want to be in a relationship, like if that's your goal, it can absolutely happen. And if you feel like everyone in your life is getting married and they're in a relationship and you were the oddball out, a couple of things are probably happening. One, you might just be too picky, right? Unrealistically picky. And you might also be just choosing the wrong people. And I think those things go hand in hand. So A lot of times when people come to me as a matchmaker, they've got this laundry list of physical qualities that they want in a partner, which is fine, right? But then I think that people are not really being realistic in terms of how they line up with those qualities that they're looking for in a partner. So if you want someone who's super fit, super tone, and that's not you, then that's going to be an unrealistic expectation, right? If you want someone who has you know, extreme wealth, they've got this great credit score, they've got all this stuff going, and that's not you, that doesn't quite line up, right? And I'm not saying any of that to pick on you. I'm saying it just because that's probably why the people who you want are not necessarily attracted to you, okay? The other thing is this inappropriate partner picking. So I'll tell you a little story. So I had a client of mine um, who was a great guy, amazing guy, sweet, awesome, had this awesome job, um, one of the top lawyers in D.C., so very well-to-do. And so he was always about these model looks with girls. So I could set him up with people who, they looked good, right? They didn't necessarily look like a model, but they looked good, and they had these great qualities, and one of them being they had a great relationship or great rapport with his son because he was a single dad, So that worked out great, but he felt like if they didn't have exactly these model looks, it was a no-go. And so he would constantly try to press me to set him up with people who maybe had the model looks, but didn't have the compassion, didn't have the caring chip, um, and certainly weren't interested in his son. And so he'd be, you know, kind of shit out of luck every time at the end of the date, because he'd realize, oh yeah, this is really not going to go anywhere. And it would just start a cycle again. So if you're not paying attention to your patterns about your selectivity, about your picking inappropriate partners, then yeah, you're probably going to stay single. But if you hone that in, 
then there's going to absolutely be an opportunity for you also to find a partner just like all your friends. So you don't have to be single forever, Jeff. So this next question is from Chelsea in Toronto. And she says, I get bored easily. Will anyone ever keep me interested for the rest of my life? Well, that is a great question. So usually people who have these feelings have a need for attention. Again, that's not a bad thing. You've just got to recognize where you are, right? So if you've got a need for attention, then it's going to be important that you find a partner who's really present and can sort of give you that attention. And that's not every partner. Everybody's not created like that, right? So there are going to be some partners who you're going to find who do their own thing and they want you to do your own thing. And then at the end of the day, you guys connect or you come together or whatever, right? So if that's, if you're an attention seeker, a relationship like that might not be the best relationship for you. And that's okay, but you need to acknowledge that. The other thing is you're going to be someone who needs to keep things interesting. So you've got to find a partner who's willing to um, have adventures in life, right? Adventures that happen not just the few times a year that you go on vacation, but adventures that happen all the time. So it might be surprise weekend dates. It might be doing something that's out of, you know, your comfort zone or what have you. Um, but finding things that keep it interesting and keep the dynamic of your partnership interesting is going to be really important for you to keep from having a wandering eye. So sort of the, the lifestyle of coming home and doing the same thing every day with your partner over and over again, that's not going to suit you. So again, you've got to be really mindful when choosing a partner um, to make sure that you don't get bored easily. So the next question is from Jason, um, Jason in Long Beach. And so he says, I feel like some people don't find me attractive. Does that mean it will be harder for me to find someone? So here's the cool thing. The really cool thing is that if you asked each of your friends about their celebrity crush, you each would probably have a different response. And what that means is that we all have different taste. So there are so many people out in the world with so many different tastes. And the beauty of it is we're not all attracted to the same people. So we're not all in competition for the same people. So everyone might not find you attractive and that's okay. But we only need one person who is a good match for you to find you attractive. And that's something that I tell my clients all the time, right? It's not a numbers game. It's a quality game. So you don't need to focus on making everyone think you're attractive. But I also want to point out that if there are things that you can do to better yourself, right, and enhance yourself physically speaking, then absolutely do it, right? So if you have a few pounds that you need to shed, I suggest you get into the gym, you get on a meal plan because that's going to make you more attractive to people just by taking care of yourself, right? And that has, you know, it's going to be twofold. It's going to mean that you value yourself and their self-care. And also you're going to look better. You know, if you're someone who doesn't invest in um, clothing or the way that they present themselves, the way that they show up, well, that's something that you can change, right? And it doesn't have anything to do with your genetic makeup, but these are all small things that you can think about and will make you automatically more attractive um, to the people who are single, just like you. So next up, I've got a question from Kayla in Jersey. 
And she says, I start dating someone, but sooner or later, they always end up annoying me. Will I ever find someone who doesn't annoy me? Okay. So I like this question. I like it a lot because I think it speaks to a common issue with lots of single people. And it's the fact that it's not just that they don't want to settle. It's that they're not really ready for a committed relationship, which is completely fine. But I think you've got to be honest with yourself and you've got to be honest with the other singles out there about where you are and what it is that you're looking for, right? So it's, like I said, totally fine. But if you're someone who constantly gets annoyed, sometimes just getting annoyed is one of your escape mechanisms for getting out of the relationship, for being able to call it off, for having a good reason why it's okay for you to walk away. Because otherwise, people might think that you're weird, they might think that you're hard to deal with, or it just might seem crazy, right? That you're in a relationship and now you just want out um, because you're not ready for one. But you just gotta be honest. And so this, I would say, when you're dating people, you should say, you know, I'm not really looking for anything long-term, but you know, if you're okay with that, I'd love to hang out with you and see where things go. I think that's a great place to start. So the next question is from Mary in Chicago. And she says, how do I know someone genuinely likes me? And it's not just about the sex. So fantastic question. Question comes up all the time. And it's something that we've all have pondered um, at some time or another, right? So Here's the deal. You've got to play. Everyone has a different perspective on this whole sex thing, but here's mine. You have to sort of play everything in a case-by-case scenario, which means you've got to figure out, okay, well, how much is the other person invested? And then how much am I willing to invest? And how serious is the relationship? Not just how serious do you think the relationship is, But how serious does the other person think the relationship is? Because I think oftentimes, especially with women, there's this idea that they swear that the relationship is serious, right? But if you were to be the fly on the wall when he's with his friends, he doesn't think the relationship's so serious. So you want to make sure that you're not looking through rose-colored glasses. And then if you both are on the same page, and that's between you two about when you do whatever. But if there's any sort of hint that you're on one page and he might be on another page, I would say, yeah, I'd probably hold back on that a little bit. And it's not because I'm a prude because I'm not, but I think it's important to sort of not get yourself in these emotional situations. And especially as women, you have sex with someone, now you think they're your your boyfriend, now you want to get married to them and they're not there, right? Now you're crying, you're upset, you're calling your friends, you're calling your mom, just too much drama right? Then you've got to undo all that for you to get back on the market again and be ready to date someone else. And now let's add, let's add the jaded piece because now you're jaded and you think that the next guy is just like this guy because this bad thing happened to you when the truth is you really did it to yourself. So that's sort of, that's the tough love of coach T there. So basically if you even have to ask the question, that you want to genuinely, you want to know if someone genuinely likes you or if it's just about the sex, then you already know the answer. So there's that. Um, So moving ahead and, okay, so it's Chris and Chris from DC. Hey, Chris, he's saying, is it okay to have a relationship with his ex even if he's in a new relationship? Well, 
I think it will totally depend on your current partner and it'll depend on what's really up with you and your ex. So if your current partner is okay with you having a relationship with ex-partner, then I say, go for it. But you shouldn't be asking me, you should be asking your partner. The other thing is you've got to figure out what's going on with this relationship because it's really hard, I would say, having been in a relationship with someone, a serious relationship, having had sex with them, and now you're just going to go back all the way to friends, that's, that's tough, um, even when you think you can do it. So I would say talk to your current partner and see what they think, and then also feel out your ex-partner and see, like, okay, are they really just trying to be friends or what's up? Okay, so the next question is from Keisha from Kansas City, and she says, when do I know when I should sleep with someone? So that goes back to the original question that we got a few questions ago, and it's like when you know, you'll know, and you won't need to sort of ask me or your friends or anybody else, and I think it really just comes when you and the other person are in complete alignment, you guys are on the same page about what you want. And I, I want to give you the big caveat. So for some people who enter relationships and are on the dating scene, they want to get married. They want a long-term partnership. So if the other person wants a long-term partnership and wants to get married and everything that they do is lined up with them saying that they want all those things, that's a good sign. Um, and you probably should have gone on a few dates before you're just jumping into that to be safe. Um, if you're someone who just wants to have a casual time and you meet someone else who just wants to have a casual time, well, then that's between you two about that, right? And then I'd say that if you guys are just looking both mutually for something casual, then no one's feelings are going to get hurt. Um, there's that. But again, yet again, it's a woman who's asking me this question. So I'm going to go back to the point that as women, we are emotional creatures. That's just who we are. And as soon as we give of ourselves in a physical manner, we become attached. So you've got to know yourself and figure out, well, how attached will you be? And when will, um, you know, will you get hurt if this doesn't materialize into anything? Okay. So the next question is from Casey and she says, my boyfriend won't put me on any of his social media postings. Does this mean we're not a real couple? Great question. So to me, the question would be, well, what, what's the pattern on his social media? So has he ever posted anything about a past girlfriend on his social media? Is it just a business account? Because if it's a business account and he uses it for professional reasons, well, yeah, it would make sense that he doesn't post anything. If you go through his Facebook and you know, like two years ago, he had all the pictures of he and his girlfriend, then that's kind of a red flag if he's not posting anything, because one, his old pictures are still on there of the ex-girlfriend, um, and then you know that he's okay with it. So that that's a red flag. Um, but you've got to see, well, what's the pattern? And everybody doesn't use social media like that either. So you've got to figure it out. Um, but if he is someone who posts constantly and posts his personal life and there's no sign of you, then that might not be such a good thing. But I would also say you should ask him, you know, what's going on with that? And, you know, if you've never done it before, do you think that you should now because we are official? Those are questions that you should ask him and see how he responds and see if it makes sense to you. So the next question is from 
David and he's saying, how long should I date before I decide to get married? So that's the answer for that is different for everyone. And everyone is not in a position when they're dating, they know they want a long-term relationship, but everybody's not ready to just jump from the long-term relationship into getting married. For some people, they want sort of the middle ground. Some people decide to live together first. Um, Other people know that they want to get married and do that right away. But I think it just depends on what you and your partner want. So as a matchmaker, I have a lot of people who come to me and they're women who happen to be um, in their 30s, mid 30s, late 30s. I have guys who come to me, all age spectrums, but usually the women, they're in a hurry because they want to get married. They want to have kids. They want to start a family. They know they want to have more than one child. They just want to get on it. And so you've got to check in with your partner to see, well, are we aligned on that? Are we aligned on the timeline for life, life to begin? If that means having a child, if that means, uh, you know, getting married, whatever it is. So, so check in with them. Um, and I think that's something that everybody should do really early on so that you're not disappointing anyone later. And so that expectations are not, um, are not, not being met. So there's, there's that. Um, and then finally, the last question is, let's see, the last question is from another Mary and she's from Virginia. And she says, should I go out with someone if I'm not attracted to them? I love this question. So I think attraction comes in multiple levels. There's physical attraction and there's emotional attraction. And when you're really lucky, you get both. But I don't know that all the time you get both right away. So for me, the most important thing to tell my clients is that you find someone who you have an emotional attraction to, first and foremost. And if you have the emotional attraction, you can build on the rest. And I'll give you a perfect example. So there was a time many years ago, I was sitting at a bar next to this guy. And so he starts talking and I'm eating and watching the game, not really paying that much attention to him. And he, you know, starts talking to me more in depth. And now I'm I'm looking at him, we're having a conversation. The conversation is so good. We've now been talking for about an hour and a half and it's the middle of the LSU football game, which means, damn, this conversation has to be good for me, LSU's number one fan to not be paying attention. So we're talking and I'm looking at this guy and it, it really occurred to me at that moment. It's like, you know what? If I'd met this guy on a dating app, I would have not swiped for him at all. Physically, not into it, just no, no, no. Doesn't check any of my boxes. But I thought, wow, he has a really dope personality. I like um, that he is keeping my interest, that he can pull me away from one of the most important games of the year. And I'm happy to be here. I like the conversation. I like the ping pong. And I think that says something. Because if there's that, you can sort of build on some of the rest. Now, while you might not be able to change the whole biology of a person, sure, I could make him dress the way that I like my partner to dress. Um, You know, I could suggest a haircut. I could suggest, you know, the facial grooming that I like. There's things that I could do that would up the physical attractiveness between me and this person. Um, But I find that when you are totally attracted to someone, because this happens to a lot of people, and we've all been there. Like you meet someone and you're like, damn, they are fine. (laughs) And then you start talking to them and there is no substance and there is no way in hell there's any 
type of emotional attraction. Well, you can't build that. That's just who they are as a person. That's their character. That's their makeup, their inner makeup. And so that's harder to backtrack from. So I would say if you were to find something and you could only pick one thing, emotional attraction or physical attraction, I'd go for the emotional, okay, and find people who have qualities that you can, physical qualities that you can sort of undo. And by that, I mean like the clothing, the style, all these things that we can sort of push someone toward um, and find someone who's open to those things. And very often people are open to them because they just have no idea. And it's not something that they've ever put any attention into. Um, So I would go for that. And then if you get really lucky, then you find both the physical attraction and the emotional attraction. But just keep your eyes open and be open to the possibilities. So those are the top 10 things that I get asked on a regular basis in my inbox and my DMs from past clients. I hope that helps you and gives you a different insight um, into relationships and dating. So if you've got any other questions, you can find us at maxingyou.com. Check us out. There's usually a dating course. There's usually a masterclass on the topic of dating, something for you to sort of dive into. So I'd love to see you on the website and for you to check us out. I'll see you next time. Bye. This was another episode of Maxing You. Keep up with Coach T off the podcast and follow our Instagram at maxing underscore you. Follow us. Want some more of Maxing You? Yeah, I'm lit. Yeah. Visit our site, maxingyou.com. Yeah.